Three dudes, one movie, 20 years. It's time to go back to the show. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Get away from her, you bitch. Boy, that escalated quickly. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And here are your hosts, Danny Widener. I just want to tell you both good luck. We're all counting on you. Jonas Stolpe. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. Come in with the mail. And Robert Peck. Come on, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) That come in with the mail thing never gets old. Ever. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Back to the Show. I am one of your hosts, Jonas Stolpe, and with me are the two other co-hosts, Danny Widener. Say hello, Danny. Ever been in a cockpit before? No, sir. I've never been up in a plane before. <laughs> Have you ever seen a grown man naked? That's my that's my hello to everyone. <laughs> I figured since every time you, you say, hey, say hello to everyone, Danny... And I fucking stumble over it and I go awkwardly say hello to everyone. I'm just going to come up with a soundbite. How's that? Oh, so every time you're going to do something new? Yeah, every time. All right. I like that. All right. Cool. There we go. Robert, Great. say hello. Hey, everyone. That's Robert. See how awkward, see how awkward that is? <laughs> Has it been like a month? Man, uh, I miss you guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, been, it's been a long month, man. I, yeah. I moved everyone. So that's why it's, uh, it's taken so long. Danny moved. Also, I've just been doing the podcast alone without recording it every week while you guys were gone. So, <laughs> in your shower, in, in my shower, I've just I've just been watching uh, Airplane over and over again. <laughs> not a bad choice. Not, <laughs> actually, not a bad choice at all. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome, everybody. Uh, it's been a little while, but yes, we're back. This week, our episode is on the 1984 film A Nightmare on Elm Street. Classic, don't you guys think? After watching it, I don't know how much I can agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, boy, that's a spoiler. Technically, alert. yes. It, technically, <laughs> yes. It opened a lot of doors. I, I mean, oof. all right. Well, okay. Before, <laughs> let's let's you know. All right. So, just a little for those right. So, this movie came out in 1984, directed by Wes Craven. Second movie he directed, I think. He also wrote it. It stars Heather. Langenkamp, who we all love, Robert Englund, who plays. She plays Nancy. Oh yeah, she's from uh, Just the Ten of Us, right? Remember that show? Oh, she <laughs> is from Just the Ten. I was gonna say from Head of the Class, but I got it mixed up. Clearly, I take it all back. I feel stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> Starring Heather Langenkamp of Just the Ten of Us fame. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. From who started episodes one through three of just the ten of us before? It was <laughs> no. no, that's not true. You're all mixed up. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, also, it stars. By the way, introducing. I think this guy is going to make it and then not make it. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, that guy's definitely. You might have the, some run-ins with the law later on. For sure, uh, that guy's a nightmare. This was his first uh, gig. This is his first movie ever. The reason he got the role is so uh, Wes Craven got his headshot 
And he was like, I don't understand this. I, this kid, who knows? And then he showed it to his teenage daughters and they were like, this kid's beautiful. Put him in the movie. And that's how he got the role. Nice. So this was like 21 Jump Street everything. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is, this is literally his first gig. Wow. Yeah. Dude, he nailed it. I mean, dude, he's crushing it the whole time. The whole movie just. That so midriff, good. man. Woo. <laughs> so my. Got my chemicals up for sure. <laughs> That's the sexiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Oh my god! That's how. That's what we talk. That's how I get things going in my house with my wife, babe. I got my chemicals up. Yeah, great. Also, by the way, we're heroin addicts, so we do that first, and then that mostly. Okay, so let's. So, guys, let's get into it. So, a nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so we should begin with right. What do we remember? So, Danny, do you want to start us off with how do you remember Nightmare on Elm Street? What do you remember about it? What are the things that stand out to you? So I'm the resident horror buff of the group. That's safe to say, right? You guys don't really watch that many horror movies, yeah? Yeah, you're definitely, uh, certainly yeah. back then, but yeah, even th- even now, I think probably, yeah. Yeah, now I've gone even like crazier. Like I have a horror movie room in my house now. Oh my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> like a projector, like fucking 200 horror movies. Yeah, it's gotten nuts. Oh, that's... So anyway... We'll get, we should, we should unpack that later for sure, but... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we got to come back to it. <laughs> yeah. It's really dark in my house. <laughs> Mickey came up to me yesterday and goes, Daddy, I'm scared of your room. I'm like, oh, God. You, oh, even you know what? That's when you know you've been a good father. <laughs> you guys, are, one day, uh, the two of you guys are going to have a fist fight in that room, and it's going to be awesome. Dude, he's five, and I think it's, that's like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so resident horror buff, tell us, tell us your thing. So, yeah, I'm not going to go into like, all the scenes that I remember, but what I do remember back then is hating the ending and being so confused and thinking it was so stupid looking, you know, the very end when... Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to the end. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it until we spoil it later, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, so I remember just hating it. And when I watched it again, I was like, God, that's so fucking dumb. I'm getting, getting like, pissed off all over again. So wait, so okay, so you remember the ending. Are there any other scenes like going into it? Were there any other scenes or bits that you remember? Or do you just remember the movie really well because you had watched it a lot? I think the most memorable scene for me is Tina and her room and flying upside down and how crazy that was and, and how well they did it. You know, I don't even know how they did it, but I think it was a rotating room from what I heard. Yeah, I read I read about it. It's a rotating room, but it's it, like yeah. it's 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 impressive. Like it's a rotating room, but then also the actor who plays Rod, whose name I don't remember, and the cinematographer were like strapped into these like seats with like five point seatbelts on them so that they don't move while the room spins. Hmm. So like they're all locked. So obviously the camera doesn't move, but also so that Rod doesn't move when he is like because he's like off to the side of the frame. Right. So Tina was Tina was the big scene that stood out to you that you remember going in. Yeah, for the most I mean shit, I remember the whole damn movie, but um that was the one that impressed me the most. My memory of the movie is I think I probably saw it. So my parents did not let me watch horror movies as a kid at all. And I honestly to your point like they let you they let you watch like sex movies, yeah? Well, I mean sex movies, Jesus, that sounds awful. Yeah. Not porn, right. but like no, but- I mean like <laughs> 
Yeah, they oh they would hold me down. And I'd have to watch sex movies. No, um, <laughs> watch his, watch his yeah. gyration, you. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, no. So my parents are were I mean hippies, but also like my dad's European. I, it wasn't that they let me watch sex movies, but they did have a big thing with movies that were very bloody and violent, and they would they had less of an issue with like movies that had nudity or sex in them and right. didn't really care about that, but they cared about movies that were really bloody. So horror movies were like not something we were kind of really, I mean, we were allowed to watch whatever we didn't really watch them. And also to your point, I never really cared for them. So I think I sort of steered clear of this until probably I was like 13 or 14, which was when I first saw it at a friend's house. And my memory of the movies, I have two memories of it. I don't particularly remember it being that scary I remember the bit with the arms in the alley for some reason. <laughs> Do you remember and, that? Uh, yeah, and like the sparks on the wall. And then I remembered the bit with the stairs, like the glue on the stairs, like whatever, the fucking oatmeal stairs. Yeah. And then I had some lingering memory of like Robert Englund playing Freddy, but that was about it. And I don't think I remembered the movie as being particularly scary. How about you, Robert? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really remember much as far as specifics of the movie, right? It was more of the, uh, I remember the body bag in the school. Yes. Oh, and yeah. I, I remember that being pretty scary and disturbing. And other than that though, I mean, I think I saw this movie when I was probably 40. like seven, six. Nice. Um, and, oh and it was because my sister, my oldest sister had like a sleepover and they were, so they were probably 13, 14, her and her friends. And, uh, and I kind of like snuck out of my room and, and just came and hung out and watched it with them. And I, and mostly I remember is just the cool feeling of like, I'm with the big kids watching a scary movie and I'm not scared. Like I'm tough, you know? So I sort of just have like feelings related to it like kind of memory but not any real specifics of the movie i guess all right so that's good so so i think we have like a good spectrum like danny remembers almost everything i remember some robert remembers just feelings um <laughs> Fuck you, man. i know i just sorry so let should we get into it should we get into the movie yeah let's go let's do it all right so nightmare on elm street here we go <laughs> Oh boy, I like that. Does it work? God, what? <laughs> police Academy. Oh my god! The the First of all, the Police Academy thing works every time. I don't even care what it is. <laughs> that is just the greatest. Uh, all right, or, so or Robert, guys, still confused. I know, still confused. It's okay. <laughs> the hill list, you, Robert. Listen to that pot. Listen to that episode. It's a great one. Um, yeah. All right, so the movie starts. We got some shots of like Freddie making his whatever, making the making the glove. But really, we're starting with like Tina, who's in the nightmare, right? That's our first bit. Mm -hmm. Tina running around. There's a sheep for some reason. What <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about ritual, like, like innuendo. I don't know. 
I guess I was thinking to myself when I saw it. I'm like, the, the script clearly had to say that was like that's you yeah. don't just like throw a sheep in at the last minute. But it like never it never comes back really. Yeah, yeah. No, there no no more sheeps later on. No, so Tina's in the nightmare. She's she's you know in her sexy nightgown. She's running around, and then she wakes up, and then her mom tells her to cut her fingernails. As I recall, <laughs> uh, and then we're meeting all the kids, right? Nancy, Rod, is anybody else? Oh, uh, Johnny Depp. Who's Johnny Depp's character? Glenn. 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 Yes. So does so I have a note here about this. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say up until this point. Any notes at this point? Just just the fact that the music in the very beginning is so fucking iconic that it almost makes the entire movie by itself. The music is definitely iconic and unsettling right just like those yeah. long notes of just a single note screeching and like the synthesizer uh, yeah every, yeah and then like even like the one to freddy's coming for you yeah that shit, that shit's terrifying dude i yeah. remember that as a kid that actually that was one thing i remembered i forgot to mention that that little like jump rope chant thing that was always pretty creepy yeah. Yeah. So th- there's actually this movie had a couple of times where, and this hadn't, I think, happened that much on other movies where, and as soon as I saw the thing, I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." Yeah. That, yeah. that nursery rhyme thing. <laughs> definitely, I remember like in elementary school or something, like people singing that to like freak each other out. Like it was definitely a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, you take you take the. It used to be like one, two, buckle your shoe, three, four. Yeah. yeah whatever, knock on a door or something, something like that. Yeah. And then, then you replace it with like fucking Freddy coming to kill you. It's terrifying <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. I, re- I read on IMDb in the trivia section that that nursery rhyme was made up by Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend. No, at the time. Yeah. no way. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. He like wrote it or whatever, wrote it. He didn't Bravo. write it. But like he came up with the, with the rhythms, with the rhyme for it. So nice. way to go, you know. Tom Langenkamp, I assume that's his name. <laughs> Poor guy didn't get his name out there. No, he took he took her name because she was clearly <laughs> more successful. Um, so this is so this is the note I have when we meet all the kids. This was the first time, and it's not going to be the last time that I realized how much Scream rips this movie off, but not rips it off, but is basically this movie on a lot of levels. Because if you think about it, the four of them walking up is almost exactly the same deal as in the beginning of Scream after the Drew Barrymore bit. So like Rod walks up behind him. He said some obnoxious shit. That's basically uh, Matthew Lillard's part. Like it, there are so many bits that if you watch this and then you watch Scream, you realize that like Wes Craven's like so directly pulling out of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. For that movie i didn't realize that maybe that I'm like that's the most obvious shit on earth but like i kept going like this is there's same scene is in scream like i see where all this shit comes from in scream and that's maybe me looking backwards well, the wrong way but whatever kevin williamson is a guy who direct or wrote uh scream uh that was right but wes craven directed it right no yeah 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 but it, it when he wrote the script it was like a, a homage to all of these horror movies, especially um, Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Halloween and stuff. So I guess I never realized how much there are like really direct, direct homages or direct pulls. Right. Because that whole bit with like Rod coming up behind them is ostensibly, it's almost the same exchange. It's like Tina is like the Rose McGowan character and Rod's kind of a sick, like whatever, he's a little perverted and they're like, get out of here, bro. And he like runs off and like the whole, like the whole setup is very similar. 
Anyway, so then we then uh, they're all walking down the street, and then we get to the bit where they're all hanging out at the house, and Johnny Depp uses a tape recorder to trick his mom, I think. Right, that, that he was near the airport. That was that was. Funny. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and then it turned into like a blood curdling screams and like a a car crash and all that. So yeah, yeah. And they're just like hitting buttons, which is somehow making the tape jump around, which isn't how tapes work, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't feel like that scene fit at all. Like it was like a little bit too slapsticky. It was very slapsticky. Ferris Bueller, like that's what it felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah, definitely Ferris Bueller-y. And then Rod shows up in the backyard and pulls a fucking switchblade on yeah. <laughs> it gets real real quick <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so quick rod's out of his mind and tina's like rod's a sociopath i'm gonna go fuck him right now no she didn't want to she got pulled in there she's like she's like uh nancy help me she's like screaming for nancy to help her as she's being dragged away to go have sex she didn't want to have it's horrible Guys, don't leave me alone, please. I think there were tears, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her relationship, the the Tina Rod relationship is there's a lot of there's a lot of violence there and a lot of like domestic abuse. It's fucked Even up. Even if she didn't die, I think he might have killed her later on, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh then they all go to sleep and then we get some of our first scary bits. The Wait first a minute. One I, oh sorry, Wait did I skip minute. something? Sorry, go ahead. She has the biggest orgasm I have ever heard in my life. Oh, the two of them are having like cartoon type sex. Right. I hope it's cartoon. Otherwise, I'm doing it way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're high school kids, right? I don't know about uh, you guys, but I don't think things were going that well in high school. <laughs> For like a long marathon, like uh, simultaneous climax and, and <laughs> together on the bed speak for yourself <laughs> well that's what i'm saying i don't know that was... we all know we can all tell it's a fictional film because we all know that the female orgasm is a myth thank you very much <laughs> that's not a real thing so all right so yes they have some very loud orgasm sex and then we get this thing with the wall by the way which i had forgotten until i saw it oh, the wall gets, so beautiful that is that is great stuff it's so nice the way it's lit and like the way she looks up at the last second it's already gone oh my god right yeah yeah i, I forgot about that i what actually that reminded me of what is it frighteners with michael j fox is that right yeah the frighteners yeah. Oh, yeah 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 they do that in that movie and that I mean, yeah, clearly, right. I guess they probably pulled that from this, right? But uh-huh. uh, it's so effective, and it's such a not complicated practical effect. Like, really, really cool. Like, really, really cool. And then she like gets up and like knocks on the wall, and it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool, but also I was wondering. I'm like, did she see the wall thing? Why is she checking if the wall is hard? Like, either she saw the thing. I think that was some weird prayer thing i don't know like because she put the crucifix back on the wall and then like knocked in sort of a rhythm like four boom boom and then like rubbed the wall i don't know it seemed like some bizarre i mean what to be clear like nancy nancy has like a pretty dodgy relationship with like what she's like seeing and not seeing in this movie yeah so but it's it's a it's it's a good start this is a good start of i think creepy stuff and then we get tina having the dream and we get the arms bit that I remember in the alleyway, which <laughs> definitely not as scary as I remember. 
<laughs> I, I did not remember that. When it started happening, it was like, it was the goofiest shit. Also, the way he ran, like, I think it was either right before the arms or right after. Oh, and he yeah. was like a goblin kind of hobbling, like, <laughs> like just kind of scurrying down the alley. It was like, what the yeah. fuck is going on, dude? Yeah. Well, when your arms are that big, it's kind of hard, I guess, to run. <laughs> I guess. I, I will say, like, I... Uh, so I, I have more memories going into this. I had more memories of like Friday the third, uh, sorry. Um, nightmare on Elm street, like four and five for some reason. Cause I guess whatever four was one. I always remember being really stupid. I had, I didn't, I thought Freddie got like sillier later in the movies, but he's like a pretty goofy dude right out of the gate, which by yeah, the way, right not, I'm not like, in, I'm not saying that's bad. I just think he's like, it's an interesting choice to make him so like, that's it to hell like right out of the gate yeah. like, you know like a scary still a scary way but he's something like, he's like a, from a carnival <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah totally he's like having a very good time which is actually kind of fun and makes him creepier i feel like why did tina go outside in the first place so she, she wakes up to someone throwing rocks at her window someone throws a rock w- through her window so hard that it breaks it and she's like her first thoughts like i better go outside and see who this is well, yeah, I mean, that is true. Yeah. It's all a dream though, right? But one that I think she's still afraid of from her past dreams. So why would she go out there? I know because dreams kind of just fucking happen for whatever reason. Yeah. And you do things you don't expect to do, but I thought it was just kind of weird. So you may be it's right. A, it's, just, yeah. it's a good point though, right? Like the, mo- the movie does a sort of, and I, I don't know whether it's doing it on purpose. It's probably doing it on purpose. Most movies are always doing shit on purpose, right? Which is that like, it does have kind of that like jump around, like when you have a dream where you're suddenly like on the street and suddenly like in the house, yeah. in a way that sort of feels, it does a nice job, I think, of sort of capturing the weird kind of jumpiness of how dreams can be. And then, True. Okay. And, and then Tina is killed, which I have to admit was deeply disturbing to watch. Like I, I actually, that was the first moment in this movie where I was like, Holy shit! Like this is much more hardcore I, yeah. than I than I remembered, and and also like very well done, obviously. But also, I was like, God damn! Like this is super intense. Yeah, and bloody as all hell. So bloody and really upsetting. Like I, I, I well, I was watching and I was like, fuck! I like this is I might not be able to watch this whole thing without like getting upset. Yeah. So Rod, so Rod wakes up to Tina being murdered in her sleep, but he sees it in reality and she's all of a sudden being lifted onto the ceiling, being twisted around, being stabbed multiple times and blood's coming out and she's screaming and Rod's screaming. And, uh, and yeah, dude, like, like we said, we talked about earlier, they built this entire room to flip upside down and and go in multiple directions. So it looks very realistic and it's it's not a lot of cuts. If you notice, um, which is beautiful. And even back then they had CGI. So the fact they didn't use any of it, Oh, it just lends credence to the whole scene, you know? It's a great scene. Like, like in terms of horror and scariness, like, I thought a bit about, like, The Exorcist, too, just in terms of, like, keeping the camera on, making it look practical, really upsetting. Yeah. Have you seen the crab walk in The Exorcist? Yeah, yeah. Reagan does the crab walk? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's impressive, too. Yeah. It's, it was, it feels a little bit similar to that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. 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 They Um, play tricks with the cameras. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Tina gets killed. You know, Rod- you know what I, you know what I realized, sorry, is my first thought as watching this was God, 
Johnny Depp is a sound sleeper because he does not come to the door to knock on it <laughs> for like fucking 20 minutes, dude. Like, like the cops are already there and he runs out and goes, hey, what's going on? Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, See, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of that where people are like asleep and you're like, come on, God, there's no way they'd be sleeping through the thing. No, not at all. Uh, all right, I'm going to move us forward. I'm going to move us forward a little bit faster. So then, right. So then Rod gets arrested. Na- the next day, Nancy goes to school. Her mom's a drunk. Uh, and then Nancy has a dream. This goes to Robert's thing about the body bag. So now Nancy's in school and then she has her dream. So what did you guys think about that whole dream bit? The body bag thing I thought was pretty oh, yeah. disturbing. And it definitely, you know, reminded me of that. Like when I was little, uh, just how pretty creepy that scene is. And then the just how expansive the the hallways are just like kind of never ending and and following the trail of blood and how about the how about the like <laughs> how, how did you feel about that girl she runs into in the hallway don't forget it's your like... gas <laughs> was this the scene that then freddie like cuts his like stomach and it's like maggots and antifreeze or something i would have freddie loves to cut himself it was disturbing. Like the amount of times he's like, check this out and cuts himself. It was, it was particularly disturbing. And just there, like, there's a lot of self mutilation in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a cutter for sure. He, like, <laughs> only, it's the only way he knows how to feel guys. He just, yeah. like, the release of the cutting. He needs it. <laughs> <laughs> like my ex-girlfriend. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, here and then and then burning herself awake and and having a total freak out in the middle of class like that was pretty impactful. I don't know. I I, I liked that scene. Her acting is good. Like when yeah. she screams, you can feel it. You can feel her terror. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's good. I actually think like the first like 35, 40 minutes of this movie is like strong. Yeah, I stuff. agree. Yeah. Then we get because after this we get. Well, she visits Rod in jail, whatever. But then we get the bathtub scene, which is also really good, I think. Like mm-hmm. that, by the way, that shot of her, and I know it's so iconic now, but I understand why. The leg shot with the hand in the mm-hmm. tub. There's just like, without getting too, like there's so much, we, like there's so many layers of that being disturbing. Like there's the sort of like sexual nature of it. There's like the t- scary nature of it. It's also visually just, really unique and scary like i get why that shot became so iconic like it's that stuff in the tub is is really good like really good stuff yeah the camera angles the way they did it like behind her knees the knives coming out of the bubbles yeah yeah it's good it's good stuff okay so then she right then she you know uh wait she's she's in the bedroom trying to stay awake Johnny Depp sneaks into the bedroom. This again, scream. I thought of scream again because Skeet Ulrich does the same thing. Then Glenn, he's supposed to watch. Totally, same exact shit. Oh, even the flashing scene. Let me give you a sneak preview, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Something like that. I think think she does that. I don't know. She does do that. It's a whole like joke about PG-13 versus R or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then Glenn is supposed to keep her from falling asleep, which he promptly fucks up. 
immediately immediately he waits like literally 30 seconds and then he's fucked it up (laughs) that was maddening (laughs) she she has the dream freddie chases her we get the glue in the stairs which i liked there's some good stuff all here where with the with the i want to sort of i'm going to move past this stuff a little bit because it's unless you guys have anything to say about it because it's all good stuff i think and then, in my opinion, the movie hits the fucking brakes like you wouldn't believe. The next 30 minutes for me were just like, here we come on. We got to keep yeah. this moving. Well, at this point, has Rod died in his, in his cell? Rod dies. Then there's the funeral. And then we go to the sleep disorder center. And then for me, I'm like, oh, boy. I, I, after that, I yeah. really a lot of downtime. You know, what really hurts it for me is... Uh, well, there's a couple of things, but the the dad, when he discovers Rod in the cell, pulls him out. And instead of like trying any CPR whatsoever, he just kind of calls it. He's like, yeah, time of death, 924. <laughs> you know? he, doesn't, he doesn't do shit in front of his daughter to try and bring him back. And I even looked it up and like CPR was around for like 30 years before yeah. the movie was made. And they literally saw him like die, right? It's not like yeah. they showed up. And he's been dead for hours. They saw yeah. him struggling and then go limp. So, yeah. <laughs> like, give it a better shot. Amazing. Yeah, they're like, oh, mm, he's gone. For, he's a goner. Forget it. And by the way, he also, he also kind of like, they have a shot of him. He like already looks like he's been dead for like a week in this club. Yeah, he's so like, pale. <laughs> <laughs> you watch the color drain out of his face. Yep, that's a, that's what I also love. Like, I love how the <laughs> the dad is just like adamantly opposed to. He doesn't believe a fucking word. She, like, I get it; she's kind of crazy, but like, he every time she opens his mouth, he's like, "Would you just get some sleep?" That's all they say over and over. Again. Yeah, and mom and dad is like, "Oh, father, for God's man. sake, would you just go to sleep already? Just get Dude, some sleep." She she saw her best friend die in the most gruesome way possible, and he's like. Yeah, how could you sneak out like that and lie to us? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what a dick. <laughs> right. The question isn't how did your friend Tina get murdered in a blood torrent on the ceiling? The question is, young lady, what were you doing eating Cheetos on a weeknight at your friend's house? <laughs> You're getting in a tummy ache. <laughs> I want to see that sound effects tape and I want to see it now. You were not at the airport. <laughs> There was not a car crash. (laughs) You know what? Actually, divert all police resources to that tape situation away from Rod's murder. (laughs) I'd love to catch the killer, Nancy. I just, I got a lot of guys on this tape thing and I can't spare any men. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh God, I want to live in that world. (laughs) oh my god uh right so okay here right so nancy goes that you guys just stop me if you want me to talk about if you have anything to say about this stuff nancy goes to the sleep disorder center where they put cords on her head and she freaks out and then she brings the hat back don't they put a cord like on her is it like just on her cheek or on her chin or something there's something there that was I was like, what's that cord doing? <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> yeah, and they're just like they're just like a taped on. They're just, it's just like cords with like exposed wiring taped to her face. Right. That's how they do it at the sleep. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. 
Not There's like a guy it. in the background going beep boop beep boop boop. boop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I also love like the way the doctor like talks about the the brainwave stuff. He's just like, if it's a two or a four, it's bad, and then it immediately jumps to thirty. And he's like, I don't understand what's happening. Like it's all pretty, pretty hard science in there. I'm sure they did a lot of research for that. Hello and welcome back to another episode of What the Fuck Did They Say? Brought to you by Downtowns. When you need a quick refresher south of the border, slap a downtown on it. <laughs> it's a mid-segment segment. Here we go. I love, I, love these, I love these surprise segments that you guys have. Okay, go ahead, Danny, go. All right, so we're going to play a game here. You are the contestants, Robert and Jonas, and I am the host. Okay, Great. so I'm going to play a couple of sound bites, and you're going to have to guess which movie is this sound bite from. Understand? It, it can be from any movie? No, Nightmare on Elm Street series. Sorry. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Here we go. Ring in or something, and uh, are we playing against each other? Uh, you just take your best guess once it's over, okay? Okay. Right. First one. Just tell us what you want, all right? I'm here to help you. Help yourself, What movie is that from? Nightmare on Street 3. Jonas? I'm gonna go with 4. Neither one. Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. No points have been awarded. You suck. Number 2. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Fuck the front time, bitch. All right, which one? That's four for sure. Robert? Take it with three. Robert, with the win. Take it down, son. God. Dream Warriors. Come on, Jonas. Dream Warriors. God, I just remember four having something to do with TVs and stuff, but I guess I was wrong. Robert has one point. Here we go. Number three. Hi, us. You want to make babies? <laughs> want to make babies. Okay. Best guess, Jonas. Number four. Robert. Number five. Jonas coming back strong. Yes. Point. God, I knew if I kept saying four long enough, it would be right eventually. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right, here we go. Sound bite number four. Want to suck the face? No. All right. Want to suck face? Anybody? No? Good. Go ahead, Robert, this time. Uh, that is the last nightmare. Jonas? Number... I'm gonna go with four, Chuck. <laughs> nice! Nice call, Jonas. Stick with yeah. <laughs> Actually, nice. that one. Actually, that one I did know was from four. So, awesome. that one I actually did know. I remember that line, but not the movie. Alright, uh, Jonas is up two to one, and this is the last soundbite. Robert, you can pie or lose a whole thing. It's up to you. Here we go. <laughs> I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul, too. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, oh, Jonas. Oh, God. Uh, two. Robert? Gotta go with three, Bob. Jonas is the winner. That oh, my God. I am not so... right. Oh, boy. <laughs> we both got Bart it wrong. Nick, but... Freddy's dead. Oh, point six. Jesus. I don't think I've ever seen that one, I have to be honest. Ladies and gentlemen, that was what the fuck did they just say? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you what, and I don't feel great about this, but that segment is a stronger podcast than our actual podcast. <laughs> all right, that was a blast, man. <laughs> I could do that all day. I would argue. I would argue we should change the name of the podcast and just have a segment called "Talk About the Movie for a Little While" and then just make the rest of it. Back to the move. Back to the show is the is the segment. <laughs> oh my god! You know what that did remind me of, though. Uh, there are like a lot of these movies and Freddie and them. Jesus. I mean, we go what up to number? Is it five or six? And then and then they they stop with the numbers, and then they call it like the last nightmare, the new nightmare, and then just. They reboot it entirely, right, and do a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, they went to six, and then they did the one with Wes Craven. And that's the new Nightmare. That one, I, I kind of remember that one. And that's what's her name comes back, Nancy Langenbanger, right. or whatever the hell her name is. <laughs> Sorry, I don't feel great about that. What's her real name? Her real name is Heather Langenkamp. Sorry, hey, Heather. Hangenbanger. My bad. Sorry, sorry, Heather. You've done good work. But she comes back for that one. I remember she comes back for that one. Uh, I don't know, and that one's not even that much of a horror movie. That one's like very meta, I remember. That's like kind no, of No, but you know what? It's, it's actually beloved by a lot of horror movie fans. But isn't, and it, listen, I haven't seen it in that one we could watch too, but as I recall, like that one is pretty meta also, right? Like it's kind of screamish in that it's like mm -hmm. a movie about them making a movie maybe? about movie within a movie. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, pretty much. Is yeah. that before or after Scream, I wonder? Ooh, I might have been before. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, it was before. No, it was before. It was before. Because it's pretty... Yeah, yeah 94? Yeah, because in that, like, Robert Englund, like, plays himself who played Freddy. Like, I... I, mm -hmm. I remember. Oh, right. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, oh, and then also, isn't there, like, Freddy versus Jason? Isn't that a thing? There is. That's, yeah, that's after this one. Wow. And then they did a so remake. Much. And then they did the remake with uh, what's his name, the Haley, guy Joel Haley. Osment. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So back to the movie. So back to the show. Uh, see what I did right there. Segway. See what you um, doing? <laughs> That's uh So right. So then Nancy fights with her mom. Her mom slaps her. Is that when she tells her about the thing? I don't know if that's when she tells her about the. The reality of the deal. No, they just fight, and this yeah. and she smashes the vodka bottle. I love how much the vodka bottle shows up. The vodka bottle is like a second character in the movie. Yeah, it's like we get it. She drinks like every single time we see her. She's like little bit of vodka in my coffee, vodka in the microwave, vodka in my bed, vodka by my <laughs> table. <laughs> it's also gin. Oh, is it? Between <laughs> gin and her coffee, Ooh. oh my god, yeah, that is a lot. To ask. Well, vodka is any better, really, but at least it doesn't have that gin flavor. Is she just drinking though a mug? Maybe there's no coffee. There's just a mug of gin. Oh, yeah, so no one can see what she's drinking. I get it. 
There you go. Yeah, she's a she's a mess. That mom, Marge, mm-hmm. is her name. So they yeah. fight. They fight. Marge slaps Nancy. Nancy gets upset, and then I wrote down in my notes. There's a lot of downtime in the middle. Boring, which yeah, I feel like it is. I think Glenn, this was that I, I I watched this movie like I think it took four four goes to be able to get all the way through it. Um, <laughs> and I right about this time where I fell asleep like every freaking time until this morning when I finally <laughs> made it. <laughs> it's been a month. <laughs> and I coasted to the end. No, Robert, that speaks a lot for the quality of the film. Robert's had an entire month to watch the film and has tried four times and just just pulled it off literally 35 minutes ago. Yeah, I rented this thing, I think, six times. <laughs> Paid six, I mean, six, $67 for Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, so in the middle of the movie, yeah, the, the only thing I wrote down for like the middle of the movie was, do you think Johnny Depp sleeps in crop tops? That's the only thing. I've oh my god! Nothing he happens. He he might. It's I know that's that's like your only note. Yeah, I wrote down. I wrote down that he's watching Miss Nude America, and he tells his mom about it. But yeah, that's so. I don't understand any of that. Miss that's... Nude America? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Or was it like Miss America? No, no, it's nude. Nude America. Uh, and- and then Some she said, like, how do you hear what they're saying with your headphones on listening to music? And he said, it doesn't matter what they're saying. I mean, so he's basically, he's basically he's telling his mom, yeah, I'm going to watch what seems to be primetime broadcast television pornography <laughs> and, <laughs> and masturbate to it. So anyways. Please don't I'm walk not, in anymore. Yeah, don't walk in anymore. That's why I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> I might be tired tomorrow. So, I doubt. <laughs> the world of this movie is a movie is a world that I wish was around when I was in high in whatever high school. If I could watch Miss Nude America on TV whenever, dude, this right. was my world. By the way, <laughs> I'm not even yeah. joking. Yeah, just watching yeah, I, Miss Nude I, America, Cinemax, HBO, and then like if you remember, like were you? Did you guys have the Comcast box or whatever it was back then? Oh, the box with the you punch in the code and then you could get yourself some dirty movie stuff. Well, yeah, but if you didn't have the code, you, you go back and forth, back and forth over the Playboy channel, and and it would kind of freeze on this one shot of like the girl going down on the guy, and like yes, and then it would like <laughs> switch over, like fuck, and you do it like for the next twenty minutes, and you get like three shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could if you did it fast enough, you could almost see a boob. You could get like a little bit of something. That or was you could enough watch for me. Scrambled that occasionally would just yeah. be sitting there scrambled, and then you'd get a flash of a boob yep. or something. <gasps> there it was. Okay, yeah. we're watching it again. Guys. Hand down the pants. Here we go. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-internet, trying to get your hands on porn. My God, what the kids these days—they don't know how good they got it. Jesus, dude, it's way too easy now. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, way too easy. Back in the day, we just tried to, you know, remember watch the TV guide and make sure we knew when Miss Nude America was going to be on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're stumble across some uh, some some porn mags in the woods or something. Oh my <laughs> right, god, so, the, yeah, the garbage bag of, of porn that was available yeah. to me. Oh Fucking so, insane! Yeah. Do we buried it beneath my house? Because there's so many of them. <laughs> Oh my God, did you have like a treasure trove of porno? Dude, mags? I did. And then they, they all got rotten and I got really sad. <laughs> it, oh, it just my got God. eaten away. I like remember three years later, I remembered about it. I remember like a friend of ours, I'm not going to use any real names, 
But like that bo- the thing with the box, right? The thing with the box, if you put it in the code, right, then your parents would see it on the bill later. Kelson. Yeah. It wasn't Kelson. It was some, but they, I, there was like one tape floating around that had been recorded on a BACR when like so, who, somebody had like punched in the code and they were like, fuck it, I'm going to just take one for the team. And then we'll get this tape of like eight hours of simulated pornography. Cause that, was probably like, me, that was probably me, dude. Maybe. I remember it was, it was all just people rubbing up against each other. It wasn't like actual porn. Oh, like, maybe not then. I had the it was like, it was like the same stuff you now see on FX in every single show pretty much. Right. Uh, right. Dude, I remember I had a party one, one time when my parents were out of town and Nikolai, uh, that's my brother guys. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Nikolai, Nikolai called ordered porn on the Comcast. And then just had it playing. And then he called oh a freak 900-976 number or whatever. <laughs> and, and I had no clue until the the bills showed up. And my dad was like, hey, bud. Oh, oh boy. That is brutal. And we got, I think, I don't know. There were several, there were probably five of us that my dad somehow managed to convince all the parents that everyone had to come and do yard work for a weekend. <laughs> Oh, shit. I mean, that's pretty that's a pretty like it's a pretty like solid fatherly type of punishment for that though i feel like yeah we all had to yeah we all had to make it up i mean it was like a couple hundred bucks bro he hung out just talking on the 976 <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i gotta get us back on track here you can danny we'll leave it up to you how much of that you want to leave in the podcast made. all right so here we go we're, we're heading towards the final stretch here right so now we're at the bit where Nancy gets sexually molested by the telephone, which... <laughs> okay, I, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so thank you oh for bringing God. that up. Okay, so... You're welcome. Uh, uh, it, it, this is my problem with the movie, is that it forgets its own rules, right? Like the, Oh, the yeah, tongue, that's a good point. The tongue phone scene, it can't happen because she's not sleeping. So he crossed a boundary he's not allowed to cross. And then he calls her on the phone and says, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. And that can't happen because she's awake, right? Well, I, I agree, but I also think it's it's sort of then blurring the lines. So you're getting to a point where you're like, you're questioning, wait, is she asleep right now? Is this a dream? Oh, shit. Hold on. And and so everything is just oh. kind of on the edge and uneasy. And you're like, you're never quite sure. And so, I mean, wait, obviously wait. some of it is kind of ridiculous, but I feel like some of that, that feeling does good for this movie, you know? Okay, time out. You're right. You know why? This script was written with the intent of having the ending be a dream, like from A to Z. And she wakes up and it was all a dream. So you're mm-hmm. right. So that could have happened because it was just a dream at that point until they changed the ending and the ending wasn't what it was originally. Oh, I still, kind of think the end, I still kind of think the whole thing. We should get to talking about the ending. Yeah. I talk about yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's finish it off. All right. So the phone licks Nancy. <laughs> um mom mom locks up the house glenn dies the fountain of blood thing is also pretty disturbing too i like that yeah. um good glenn dies then nancy home alone's freddie that's what i have in my notes yeah totally. Totally. i would love to see a cut of that stuff with like <laughs> under it because like <laughs> <laughs> So, like, Tackleberry shows up and just fucking throws that shit up. <laughs> I mean, it is, I have to say, it is goddamn ridiculous. Like, 
suddenly Nancy gets a sledgehammer and rigs that. By the way, this all happens in 20 minutes because she tells yeah. her dad, by the way, I'm trapped in this house. And dad's like, it's no big deal. Whatever. Go to sleep already, which is also crazy. Someone's yeah. butchered across the street. And she's like, dad, come back here in 20 minutes. And he's like, whatever. You're an idiot for no reason. She has time then to rig a sledgehammer, some kind of flashbang grenade in the in the living room. Dude, she's got explosives. She filled a light bulb with black powder, right? Where'd she get Did she do that? Yeah, she was she like carved a little drilled a little hole in a light completely and then she was emptying shotgun shells of the black powder and, and filling it in so that when she turned the lights on it would ignite, right? It's totally insane. It also, by the way, feels like it's from a completely different... Like, I have no idea what I'm watching at that part. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, Freddy's in the real world. She sets up the sledgehammer. And then she... Right, the thing with the explosion. There's a tripwire at some point. Like, it really is It really is Home Alone. Like, she might as well say, like, do you give up or are you thirsty for more? And throw, like, a paint can at someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like screaming out the window, like "Help, help!" And that warrant, that deputy guy's like, "Uh, go to sleep, Nancy." Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's say so. As far as everyone's concerned, she's losing her mind. Right. There's no such thing as ghosts or demons or whatever Freddy is, and she's just going crazy. But that aside, right now they're mopping up an insane murder across the street. The day before, one of her friends died and like the day before that one of her friends was involved in a insane another gruesome murder right so like i think that her dad should maybe have a little more concern when she's yelling for (laughs) and like smashing the glass out of the window he's going through some shit we gotta jump to her aid right now obviously something's happening even if it's not the murder is is there it's oh my concern for my daughter i should come help so, fuck that dad. Yeah, I mean, he sucks, for sure. But then, yeah, especially then she starts breaking a window and yelling, right? And he's like, oh, oh, sweetie, pipe down. <laughs> I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, eventually she uh, burns up Freddy, and then Freddy appears anyways on top of the mom, and then... Mm-hmm mom turns into a skeleton and sinks into a blue coffin. That was a bad Halloween house gimmick with yeah. the, blinking, the blinking purple light and the fog machine. Yeah, that <laughs> was weird. And she slowly lowers into the bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. That seems so weird. I think they sp- I think they spent all their money on the rotating room to be honest. They must have been out of money because it really is. Yeah. It is like it's like a, and it's also like a weird visual we haven't seen before. Like, why would she be a skeleton and why would she like sink into like the bed and then disappear into the bed? I don't understand. There's anything. a lot yeah. of sinking into the bed actually throughout the entire series. To be honest, there is actually jo- Johnny Depp getting sucked into the bed is good stuff though. Yeah, there's another, there's another one uh, later on in the series where someone else gets sucked into the bed. I mean, I like that. That's a pretty good gag overall. Isn't there one where a guy gets sucked into like a waterbed or something? Yeah, that's I mean, the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a naked. There's a naked lady swimming around. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. All right. So then let's get to the ending, guys. Let's talk about the ending here just for a few minutes before we wrap this up. 
What do you guys think about this ending? Because I want to hear your interpretation of what you guys think ultimately the deal is. I think it's still still dream world, right? Like her dream has like lapped itself thinking she got out of it and killed him. And now she's, her life is resetting. All her friends are alive, happy ending. And then, and then it's all, you know, yanked away and, and Freddie's still here and you haven't even woken up yet. So she's basically inceptioning. She's being incepted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over over again. She she thinks she's shared. This movie, by the way, has a shared universe with Inception. But um, (laughs) no, but you. So you're saying she thinks she's awake, but she's actually still in the dream. And then everyone, and that's it. The end. Like that's the end. And that's what do you think, Danny? Yeah, I mean, I agree with Robert. I think she's still in the dream. Um, From what I know. Uh, the producer Robert Shea, I think his name, he wanted it to be a nightmare, not some happy ending. So it's still a dream. And you can kind of tell by the way the lighting is, it's really. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, definitely, it's definitely faint. not the real world. Yeah. Yeah. So she's still in the dream and a nightmare. My, my whole problem with it is God damn. When he pulls the mom through the door. Oh man. I laughed at like that. It's, yeah, like like really... it's like a, it's like a, a blow it's like up a sex, doll being. Yeah, dude. And it, it, it goes back to how much money they had at the time. I think, I think these were reshoots to be honest. And um, yeah, it just looks so hokey and yeah. shitty. Yeah. You wonder why they didn't like just cut after his arm comes through the thing, but like and grabs her because the arm coming through the door is a pretty good gag. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my sort of thing was like, it is, it is very, it is, it doesn't really, it does feel like the sort of ending that someone was like, wouldn't it be cool? And then as soon as you start to think about it, you're like, none of that makes any sense. Confusing. Yeah, it's confusing. All right, so uh, that's the movie. Uh, that's what do you the guys movie. Think of it? Yeah, what do we think? Does it hold up? Who wants to go first? Robert. Uh, no, I don't think it holds up. <laughs> uh, it was. I mean, there's definitely some some disturbing, uh, maybe almost scary things in it. And I think there's some aspects that work, but I don't think I would, if someone hadn't ever seen this, I don't think I'd say you got to see this man. Cause it's, I mean, it's kind of total dog shit. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a good, good review from Robert. How about you, Danny? Back in the day, I still, you know, I had problems with it. And now that I'm older and more cynical and yeah, I still have bigger problems with it. So uh, if you're going to watch it, if you're going to start watching it, cause you've never seen it before, then go for it. If you want to see the entire series, you have to start there, but it's, it's not something you have to watch in order to love horror movies. Um, it's, is it iconic? Yeah. Are there a lot of great scenes. Yeah. But there's just so many dumb fucking scenes that just wear on me, you know? And I'm like, the goddamn blow up doll, like ah, oh, like oh, yeah. fuck! I could yeah. anyway. So, uh, it, yes and no. It holds up here and there is what the best thing I'm going to say. Go ahead. What do you think, Jonas? I think I land where you land, Danny. Like I think if if I took this whole movie and I gave it some more budget and and fixed some of those bits, I think like yeah. the premise is good. I think there are some really good scenes in it. I do think like there are the, the there are some really good kills in it and there's also some like cheesy stuff but i think like overall my my impression is it's it was scarier than i remembered and and i thought better in some ways than i remembered in terms of some of those kills and stuff and the overall kind of idea okay well um 
You know what time it is. Hopefully you fuckers had a month to come up with some taglines. <laughs> Tagline. By the way, having said that, I have no faith in you, Jonas, that you came up with a tagline. Oh, uh, why? Because you've failed like five out of seven times. First of all, that is accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you have some, is what you're saying? No, no, I don't have any. You're right. <laughs> Damn it. I always forget like, that part. It's like, it's like you're new to the show every week. <laughs> But listen, I'm sure you have some good ones, right, guys? Got four of them. Boom. Let's have them. I want to I wanna hear them. Robert, do you have any? <clears throat> um, I forgot. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> God. If it wasn't for me. Oh, shit. That is true. You're pretty much you're holding the whole thing together. It would have been dead air after that. <laughs> after that. All right. So the ones I have, okay, so the original tagline, and if you if you first time listening to the show, we redo the original tagline to make it funnier or better in some way. Or cases. some of us do. I guess Danny does anyways. <laughs> I tried my hardest. <laughs> uh, the, the original was, if Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Uh, not too bad. I like mm-hmm, that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. All right. So I wrote, uh, my new one is, I got four of them, so this is the first one. You ain't shit, Edward Scissorhands. I kind of like that one. I like that one. Got to do a little legwork in your brain to get there, but I like it. (laughs) Uh, Second one come for the dreams, stay for the one liners. Mm, I don't know about that one. Moving on. (laughs) None of these are going to stick, really. So don't worry about it. Uh, uh, This is a never mind. I'm going to skip it. So now we have three because that one's not funny at all. Uh, (laughs) This is the last one. Sweet dreams, Nancy. You're dead. <laughs> I like that one. You're dead. I like that one. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. I just thought of one, though, actually. Uh, it goes like this. Would you just go to sleep? <laughs> Your dad's saying, right? Yep, that's it. Just Nancy, just go to sleep. Go to fucking sleep, Nancy. <laughs> Just, exactly. The other one, though, I do. I have to. I now that I think about it, I did like how much she said to Glenn, like on the phone, and also in her window, even though Glenn was on the other side of the road. Like, don't go to sleep. There's a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a lot of that. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's it. That wraps us up. That wraps it up. There's the end music. There's the end music. That's the end music we use every time. <laughs> uh, guys, this was a great episode. I I thoroughly enjoyed watching a Nightmare on Elm Street and talking with you guys. This is a good one. Feel good about it. How do you guys yeah, feel? It was, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed talking with you guys. I don't know if I enjoyed watching it too much, but well, that's I think that's pretty yeah. standard for this thing. Unfortunately, I own all seven of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Oh <laughs> God, Jesus! Maybe we should. Well, listen. Maybe now that we've got it going, we should like do some more of them. But we can talk about that later. It's been a pleasure uh, once again. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, can't wait to see you guys again on the next episode. And um, yeah. All right. See, see you later, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. See you later, guys. Yep. Bye. Bye.